You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're joining me for episode number 80 of the Blended Family Podcast, and today I'm here with Sean, my now husband, to share all the wedding details with you and talk about some other stuff. If you're just joining the show for the first time, you don't know that Sean and I just got married two weeks ago, even though we have been living together as a blended family for a long time. We've actually been together for nine years, and for my longtime listeners, I know many of you want to hear all about it. So hi, Sean, my husband. Welcome to the show. Hi, beautiful. How are you doing? Good. So before we get into everything, I just wanted to make a couple of quick announcements. Uh, We got a PayPal donation from Melissa Fields this month. So I wanted to take a moment to thank you, Melissa, for that. The show does cost some money and time to produce, and it does not generate any income from me. So your donations help me to keep the show running. If anyone wants to donate, you can do so from the website on any one of the pages other than the homepage. You'll see a PayPal donate button and any amount helps. We also got a new review this month from Alfin from Canada, which was a five star. And they say, I finally found relatable information and tips for my blended family. I'm loving it. Great stuff. Please keep it coming. So thank you for that review. Your reviews actually help me to be seen better in iTunes so that other people can find the podcast and determine if it's something they want to check out. So if you want to post a review for me, you can go to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash iTunes and click write a review. I truly do appreciate all of the reviews that I get. So we took a week off, not only from the show, but also from our other business. And so we're slowly easing our way back into life and it's hard. We actually never really take vacation. And if we do, it's maybe for a few days, but never longer than that. But we really needed it, especially with all the stress leading up to the wedding. We both didn't have a real wedding with our first marriages. So this whole thing was a big deal. Sean, how do you feel now that it's all over? A little relieved. Yeah, yeah, me too. It was kind of rough there for a little while. Pretty chaotic. So let me give everyone a quick rundown of the chain of events. My family came in on Thursday and Friday before the wedding day. So the couple of days before was pretty chaotic. The night before, we had to do the rehearsal and decorate the clubhouse ourselves, of course, with the help of family and friends. Then the Saturday of the wedding, we were up early getting ready. We had to be at the beach by 10 a.m., then some photos, then the reception at noon, and then off to Orlando in the evening for the adult nightclub portion of the party. Sunday was a family day at the resort, and then our kids left, but we still had my family at Disney for the week, so it was a packed vacation, and our stress levels were really high because we were told it was going to rain, so we weren't sure if the beach thing was going to happen, but Sean, you knew and predicted the weather. So tell everyone what you said was going to happen. Well, I knew. I knew by watching the weather. I knew and I had an understanding that it was supposed to possibly rain on Saturday. And but I knew that it was going to be clear and the clouds were going to open up and it was going to be a beautiful day in which it did. Although we did have a friend that works for NASA that did say that it was going not 
rain and then it was going to rain and then not rain again. So we're like, just please don't say anything. Just we'll concentrate on the day. And sure enough, as we're driving over there, it was a little cloudy. And then soon as we got to the beach, the cloud just went away and the sun came out. It was beautiful. Yeah, and let's talk about that for a minute because the beach was my absolute favorite part of the entire event. My brother gave me away because my dad passed away years ago and I came walking down the stairs with him and the setup was just beautiful. The weather was perfect and I came down and saw all my people waiting there and it was a moment that I'll never forget. It's burned in my brain and I was just looking at you the whole time. So was that one of your favorite moments or what would you say was the moment that stuck out for you? My favorite moment was probably when all of us were walking down and then we all we're standing, you know, at the altar waiting, you know, and then as you and your brother were walking down, <clears throat> I turned around and I saw you. It was like, it was just the picture perfect, you know, and I took a double look, you know, I was like, I was looking down at Shawnee and then I looked up and I saw you and you just took my breath away. Mm-hmm. So as you were walking, it was amazing. It's, it was such a beautiful, beautiful ceremony. Yeah. Somebody, I forget who, somebody said they have that moment captured of when you, <laughs> when you first saw me. So I think it was actually uh, Jen, she has that. So I got to find that photo. So one of our listeners had asked me a while back how we intended to involve the kids into the ceremony. And I was telling her about the sand ceremony. So our kids were our bridal party. We didn't have any friends in the wedding party. We wanted to really make it about our family, though everyone was there and involved in other ways. But it was great because Shawnee was standing next to you with Madison and also Olivia, who was our ring girl. Now, Olivia isn't yours or mine biologically. Amy, who is Sean's ex, if you're new, has a third child with her second husband, who she's now divorced from. If you want to learn more about Amy, just go back and listen to episode number 77, where I interview her. Uh, Anyway, Sean, tell the listeners about your relationship with Olivia, who's eight. Well, I've been in, in Olivia's life since the day she was born. She is my children's dog or sister and my ex-wife's daughter. And t- for me, Olivia is mine. I claimed her. I don't care. She's my little girl. And it wouldn't be right if I didn't have her in our wedding because I truly believe she's my daughter. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it, it was really, really special. Even... Um, well, I'll get to that in a minute about right. what she said. But so <laughs> um, on my side, I had Alicia, my oldest, and then mm-hmm. Nikki, and then my niece, who was my flower girl, who's three. And one of my best friends actually officiated the wedding, which was very special to us because I've known her even before I met Sean. So she knew all the details of our relationship from the beginning, mm-hmm. and she did such a great job. But so what I was going to say was she included the kids by going to them privately beforehand and asking them to say something about us or our journey together. And then she shared that with everyone during the ceremony. And Olivia actually had the most beautiful things to say. And it really kind of surprised me that it was just amazing. You know, she, she said some things that were so unique. And then Sean, can you talk about the sand ceremony? Because I know that that was one of your favorite things. That was definitely one of my favorite things to watch, you know, you and I together, with the heart vase in front of us and Shawnee, Madison, and Olivia on my side, Alicia, Nikki, and Alex on your side. And it was just the way that we blended the sand together, which was your idea, by putting the sand first and you and I pouring together and then having each kid, you know, from Shawnee to Alicia to 
Madison to Nikki, then Alex. It was just amazing how we built a sand on top of one another, showing that we're blending our family together and how strong, with all that together, the sand made us strong. And it was just amazing. And watching everybody else look at that, and I've heard, I can't tell you, countless of people telling me how they love that actual sand ceremony. It was just, it was amazing for me. I loved it. Yeah. And, and, and that wasn't, even though I know you say it was my idea, but it was nothing unique for me. I found that idea online actually, and I loved it. But, but yes, when you and I poured our initial sand in, that was supposed to be like the foundation. Right. And then, um, we also added some of it at the end from where we were yeah. standing. But <laughs> so I only posted a few pictures so far because I haven't gotten the professionals back yet, but there is one in the group of the sand ceremony. I think you posted it and you know what? I'll go ahead and post some more of those in the group. And if you aren't already a member of the private Facebook group called blended family connections, you can join by going to blended forward slash group. It's free. So come there and you can view some of these pictures. And if any of you are thinking about getting married or are are already planning a wedding, I would definitely encourage you to add a sand ceremony to it because it's a special way to honor the blending of the families. And it doesn't have to be a beach wedding to do it. I actually ordered my colored sand online. And now we added a bit of the actual beach sand at the end since we were standing in it. And we wanted something that symbolized the location of our ceremony, but you don't have to do that. Anyway, I thought it was a really nice touch. Um, we wrote our own vows. Do you want to talk about that a little, Sean? <laughs> sure. So, uh, so as we were there, I <clears throat> thought for sure, I was like, okay, I can do this. You know, and as I was starting to read off the vows, I, my heart just, I don't know what it was. It's just, my heart just stopped for a second and, and I thought, okay, I can do this. And so as I'm reading the vows and one of the parts where I, wrote that our dads brought us together, I just lost it right there. You know, I, I think you got a little further than that. I think it was, a, I don't remember, honestly, but I think you got like about halfway through it. And then what did you, you asked Shani to punch you? Yeah. <laughs> I said, because I mean, everybody was there from my ex-wife to all of our friends. And, you know, here I am supposed to be the guy. And I just, I looked at you and I looked at the what I wrote and the emotions, I think, of everything that we've been through. And, you know, the past two weeks, you were crying the whole time, and I was your rock, I was your shoulder, you know? And then at that moment, I just looked at you, you looked at me, I started reading it, and just waterworks came down. So I kind of turned away from the crowd, (laughs) and I was trying to concentrate, I was trying to get it out, but no matter how hard I was trying, it just more tears came out. So I looked at my son, I'm like, Shawnee, punch me. And he punched me and he goes, that's not working. I'm like, oh Lord, have mercy. I'm like, so then I turned back around and I, I, you know, I manned up and I finished it, but boy, it was really hard to get those words out. It was just all the emotions. It's been nine years in the waiting and it was there. It was time. You know, it was really touching and I really did think I was going to be the one to lose it, but I had been crying all week when I was writing them. I couldn't even look at someone else's vows without crying. <laughs> and I guess I was just all cried out and I'm I'm kind of good under pressure that way. So um, I want to share with you all. And if you listen to my show with Amy, you already know that we get along, but she was there for the entire wedding along with her mom, which was Sean's ex-mother-in-law. And many of their older friends from back in the day. My ex was invited but couldn't attend due to a work conflict, but my ex's in-laws were there along with my ex 
brother-in-law. And I was, I was disappointed that my ex couldn't make it with his girlfriend. We think it's really important for the kids and our kids were so happy to finally see us marry. And it mattered to them that their other parents were happy too. And I know that you all out there don't have the same situation. Some of you can, some of you may never, but anything is possible. You have to remember this is nine years. That's a long time of working together and disagreeing too. Things haven't always been perfect. My favorite picture, and I posted this one in the group also, is of Amy and Sean giving me a kiss on each cheek at the same time. And when I posted it, one of our group members said, how is this possible? And I wish we could have this. And that's my wish for all of you. That's why I do this podcast, because I know that it's attainable, even if not on that level. But this is what I want for all of you. And that picture to me signifies all the hard work that we've put into this blended family. And I'm very proud of that. And gosh, I am talking a lot. Sean, why don't you talk a little bit about that night, about mangoes going out to celebrate and what it was like having Amy, your ex-wife, there with us to party and celebrate? Well, let me start off by saying that after our little ceremony that we had, the it, the night just got even more perfect. If that was impossible, I you rented me a Camaro, which is my favorite car, hmm. and a convertible one. Although I only had it for two days, it was the best two days of my life. <laughs> and driving up there from you know from where we live to Orlando and going to Mangos, we had the top down, we had the music playing. I mean, it was just an amazing night. And then when we got to Mangos, it's such a beautiful nightclub and and restaurant. And we got there, and everybody was waiting for us. And we went up there, and you looked amazingly beautiful. So we went there, and we just danced all night. You know, it's just amazing. And watching you and Amy just dance together, and me and Amy and you dancing together, it's just like it was a, it's like a dream, you know, because we really did work really hard for all of us to be one family. I mean, it wasn't always easy, as you know, but. You know, we we work together and now we're all one big family and we all love each other. That picture of me and you or me and Amy kissing you on the cheek isn't fake. I mean, we it was amazing that all of a sudden we just reached over and we just decided to kiss you at the same time. And it was and somebody captured the moment. And what a great picture that was. And we all danced. We danced until one thirty in the morning. And my mom was there. Your mom was there. Keith was there. I mean, we just had so much fun. I would. That's one of my favorite, I have to say, probably my, one of my favorite things with the wedding as well, because it was just everybody cutting loose. You could see all the anticipation of nine years, everybody just joining, you know, all of our friends going, it's about stinking time that you guys did this, you know? And it was just, I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah, I think we were finally able to relax. And yes. that was just <laughs> a really fun night. Now, we don't need to really go into the honeymoon much, except to say that it turned out to be more stressful than we planned with not much relaxation. I guess we should have expected that with Disney, but my daughter also had a sixth grade graduation that week that we had to drive home for. Plus I got sick and I had to run to my doctor and it happens. But Sean, let's talk about maybe something that we either regret about the wedding or something we didn't like. You go first this time. Okay, something I think I, re- I regret is like not being in the moment. I think mm. once we got there to the beach, it was like surreal. I mean, it was like, okay, let's make sure it's not raining. Okay, let's get to the beach. Okay, everything seems to be fine. And then, although we had everybody helping us, which was a blessing in disguise, we had everybody helping us. And we just, it was just 
so fast. It's like this whole moment of, of we've been building and building and building and I get to the beach and you know everybody's running around and then it just went by so fast. I didn't sit there and appreciate what was going on until the very end. And then the, you know, the ceremony that we had, you know, it was like you and I are too busy worrying about other people and making sure that they're having fun that we didn't stop and say, wait a minute, this is about us right now. We should, you know, because that's who we are. We always worry about other people and how they're doing. So we just kind of just, you know, it was done. It was over and done with. It's like that whole day went by so fast. Yeah. So I wish we would have just lived in the moment, you know? Well, I feel like at the beach, I mean, I don't know about you, but at the beach, I did feel in the moment. I, that, that's why I think that was my favorite part because Mm -hmm. I just remember you're right. It was surreal. I felt like everything stopped and everything was just perfect. And I was there, but you know, I would say that I could have done without the reception. To be right. honest, I think I think we put way too much time, money, and effort into that part. And instead yes. of me enjoying that, there I was definitely too worried about everyone else having fun, and I couldn't relax. And maybe we could have done just cake and coffee instead of the full thing. And lots of people said we should have just eloped. And I don't feel that way because to me, you know, getting married with our family and friends, many of them who have been with us for the duration of our relationship was something that I would never want to change. Um, But, you know, the reception part, mm, I don't know. And also having our kids there. I think that's the most important thing. They've been asking us, like, guys, when are you going to get married? Guys, when are you going to get married? We're like, it's coming. Give us time. So if we would have eloped, I think that would have been just, it would have been bad for the kids and, and bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's always hard when you have a big event you're working up to, and then after it's over, you feel a little down. And I think we both felt a small bit of that, but we really didn't have a chance because we got thrown back into reality pretty quickly. We were getting ready for the summer, which means we have the kids a week on and a week off all summer long, which means very high food bills when they're here because all they do is eat. But right. I'm ready to get working for the listeners again and with some new shows. If you have topic ideas or questions you want me to answer, you can send them to me at Melissa at Blended Family Podcast. I'm coming up with some new topics. And Sean, we are really going to try to get this Periscope thing going. I keep promising the listeners, but it hasn't happened. So follow us on Periscope at One Blended Family. And Sean, you're going to get us going, aren't you? Yes, I will. Okay. Maybe this, maybe this weekend. <laughs> also, we, listeners, if you want to talk to Sean, maybe you have a question for him or you want a father's or a stepdad's point of view, you can email me a question for him or you can find him in the Facebook group and private message him. You don't mind, do you, Sean? Not at all. I'd love it. Okay, good. And if you noticed, I'm now Melissa Brown on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I have not officially changed everything over yet. It's a huge task, almost like another part-time job. So if anyone has any advice on doing this, please let me know. I know there are some good services out there that will help you for a fee. I think it's like $29, but I don't know which ones are good or if I'm better off doing it myself. I'm kind of leery about putting my information out there, but it's just so much to take on. So, but I wanted to give you a heads up. If you see the name change, it's still me. So I'll still go by Melissa Marks for a little bit. And then Melissa Brown, I'm going to drop the marks. What else? Um, Father's Day is coming in a couple of weeks. Sean, what do you want to do for Father's Day? We haven't talked about it, but we do have the kids. I checked the calendar, though I guess Alicia and Nikki have to see their dad too at some point. But what would you like to do? Well, I think because we get them over the summer, the way we have it set up is one week on, one week off. 
I think it would be a good idea that maybe that night you and I go out for dinner because we'll have the kids for the whole week anyways. That's true. So it might be a good idea for you and I to go out and have a nice little dinner together and then come back home and then, you know, spend time with the kids. Okay. Whatever you want. You're the dad. That's the day that you get for the year. Yes. (laughs) So before we go, I do have a listener question that I want you to help answer, honey. I was saving it for this show because it's relevant. And this one is from Brian. And he says, Melissa, I have been dating my girlfriend for three years. She has two children, ages five and nine. I have one daughter who's 10. Our relationship is great. And I want to ask her to marry me. The only problem is she came out of a bad situation and I'm not sure she's ready. I have dropped several hints about it and it seems to make her nervous. I don't want to be rejected, but I'm afraid if I don't ask, I'll never know. The kids seem to like me, so that's not an issue. Although our exes aren't so likable, especially hers. Any advice would help. So what do you think, Sean? Uh, well, that's a, that's a tough question because for me, I, from the moment I saw you, I wanted to marry you. And I knew that at that time, obviously, you weren't ready. So, you know, I, like him, like Brian, I kept on dropping hints, dropping hints. And I, it didn't really make you feel uncomfortable. You're like, I know, honey, I know. But, you know, let's just wait for things to, you know, clear up. Wait for this, wait for that. And I knew you weren't ready. Not that you didn't want to marry me. It's just you weren't ready at that time. So after six, seven years, I decided, I'm like, look, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask her. I'm gonna... <laughs> and it was at that moment, I believe that, you know, you, I could tell probably right before I got the ring for you, you were like ready. So I knew at that point I was like, okay, I'm going to ask you. And that's what I did two years ago. I asked you and you said, yes. And I think it was a perfect timing. It was perfect timing for you too, because then I knew for sure that you were ready. Yeah. And, and that was the thing um, with me. I think I was just really scared. Not that I thought anything was wrong with our relationship. I of was course. just terrified. You know, you get scared of, of things that happened in the past. And even though you know that that particular situation is not going to happen again, you just get nervous. And so I think, yeah, I think when I knew I was ready, I, st- cause you, you dropped it, you, you brought it up a lot. And then mm-hmm. you saw that I wasn't taking. And then you finally let it go for like a a few years. You were like done. And then, um, I remember feeling like, you know what? I, I felt it. I just felt like I was ready. And then, so I kind of started dropping hints to to you. I was like, Oh, look at these rings and this, this, and that. And that's when you knew. But, um, my two cents for Brian (laughs) is that you know, yes, Brian, you'll never know unless you have a conversation with her. Hints don't always work, even no. though she may be picking up the hints, but maybe she just isn't ready. So um, she's not going to say anything back. You don't need to get on one knee and propose, but it's certainly fine to have a conversation about marriage and what it means to each of you and see what her fears are, because there's definitely usually fears around that. And sometimes, or usually, we allow previous relationship baggage to follow us into new relationships. You know, I really, I did the same thing with Sean. I was afraid. So I waited nine years and now I wish I didn't, but I guess that's what I needed to do at the time to feel safe. But you'll never know unless you talk about it with her. And as far as the exes, you really can't allow them to control whether or not you marry, not after three years together. So I wouldn't worry about her ex. So, well, Sean, that is our show for today. Thank you for coming on. I love you. I love you so much. 
Listeners, don't forget to join us over in the group at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. There you can interact with other listeners, also Amy, Sean, and of course, myself. You can see the wedding pictures there, which will hopefully be up soon. I will keep posting them. And we got lots of great stuff planned for the show. So join us next week for another topic. Thank you all for listening and have a great week. Love you. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.